Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Plusmore Podcast 120 for February 23rd, 2015. The website is klesmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klesmerpodcast.com. You can also find Klesmer Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Pinterest, Last.fm, and Instagram. I also invite you to follow the Klesmer Podcast monthly playlist on Spotify. Continuing with my series of podcasts from the 2014 Ashkenaz Festival in Toronto, my guest on this episode of the podcast is Stephen Greenman, fantastic violinist from the Cleveland area and involved with many Klezmer and Jewish music projects. Stephen's most recent album is called Stepanyu's Neshoma, and we'll hear a track from that album a little bit later on in the podcast. Right now, let's get to my interview with Stephen Greenman. Hi, this is Keith with Klezmer Podcast. Once again, at... Ashkenaz Festival 2014 in uh, lovely lakefront Toronto. And passing by the broadcast booth now is uh, Stephen Greenman. Uh, Stephen, welcome once again to Klezmer Podcast. It's been a few years. Thanks, Keith. It's uh, great to be back on Klezmer Podcast. So you're premiering a uh, new work at the festival, or you've had some recent performances. So um, tell me about the new group and what you're up to. Okay, well, the new group is called The Braided Candle, and The Braided Candle is a duo of myself on Jewish violin and my colleague Gao Hong, who's an esteemed, uh, amazing pipa player. It's a Chinese plucked instrument. And together we weave melodies, Jewish and Chinese, together in a lot of improvisations. And we called the project The Braided Candle because um, I'm comparing the project to the Havdalah Candle, which has like the two or three braided wicks and kind of making one candle together. And uh, it's like different traditions coming together, just like, you know, the separation of the night from the day, Havdalah and the Sabbath and the rest of the week. So that would be a nice comparison metaphor. So how does that work? Because the Chinese scale is very different from from uh, the, the Jewish scales. So does his instrument translate? Do you translate to the, the Chinese scales? How, how does that yeah. work? Well, what's interesting is that we first met at the Great Lakes Folk Festival in East Lansing, Michigan, and they put us on a cross-cultural panel to talk about our respective musics. And they said, hey, you guys play strings. Why don't you two play together? And we're like, well, what do we do? So I just started playing some like some Jewish cantorial chazonis music, which is very modal, and it blended really well with what Gao Hong was doing on her pipa, uh, the pentatonic scale. So believe it or not, there really is a bit of an overlap. It's not exact, but there is a bit of an overlap um, with the modes. You know, if I just play ya da dee dee da 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 dee dee dee, that's that's right in the pentatonic scale. So it, we found some similarities with that right away, especially when we improvise, which is a big part of our project. Um, and you know, we can both pluck our and our instruments, and there's a lot of bent notes and. Uh, there's a lot of similarities and there are some differences, but it really makes for a lot of different textures that both of us playing together. So did you write some new material for this? Are you playing some uh, existing Jewish stuff or existing Chinese stuff? And if you're writing new material, how do you write for both instruments? 
Well, actually, it's a combination of both. We're using traditional Jewish and Chinese material, plus a couple that we compose ourselves. I composed a new piece that I called, I'm calling it Friendship, just based on the friendship we have. Um, it's a Jewish piece, but it really sounds Chinese because it's all on a pentatonic scale. But it has all the Jewish phrasing, you know, <laughs> in it. And I'm sure I stole from several pieces in it, but uh, <laughs> we, st- we led our concert here at Ashkenaz with that piece. Now, Gao Hong wrote a piece called Green Willow Tree, Chinese piece, and we do some... It's very Chinese. We play it together, then we do some improv, improv, improvisation in the middle of it, um, where I get to do some Jewish stuff as well. Uh, and where is he from originally, and where does he live now? She, I'm sorry. Uh, Gao Hong is from China, and she lives now in Minnesota. She teaches at Carleton College, um, and... Uh, she performs with several different musicians around the world, a lot of different fusion projects with Indian music and Celtic music and all, all different types of music. So Jewish music is the next thing. So, uh, And we're really excited about the project. And this was our world premiere, so I felt it went well and excited about that. Well, congratulations. So do you have uh, further performances uh, set up for that yet or uh, still planning things? Uh, we're still in the planning stages. Um, but we'll get a nice video from this, and we'll be able to advertise it better. And, uh, you know, we talk a lot about a lot of different things we want to do in concerts and workshops. And it's just getting people interested in the project. So Toronto was the first venue. Ashkenaz was the first venue to, to bite on it. And uh, it goes along with their new Yiddish music, which was, which was a perfect fit for us. So hopefully we'll get more people that can see the possibilities with this project. Great. Well, I'll certainly have a link to the video when you post it and and uh uh you have the album so we'll we'll uh try to include a, a track from that um and well, what's next uh what's next for you what, what else you've been working on um two other ensembles one is called r2g for want of a better name it's the rubin ruszewski greenman klezmer trio that's joel rubin on clarinet pete ruszewski on cymbal, the Jewish hammer dulcimer, and myself on violin. Um, we have some performances in February at in Ithaca, at the college there. Um, we've done a few performances in the past, uh, hoping to do more in the summer as well. I've uh, I played with Pete Ruszewski quite a bit in the past um, as a duo or duo. It's called Dietz Fee, which means the duo or the <laughs> two. And um, Pete's played with Joel. I've played with Joel Rubens Klezmer Ensemble as well. Um, and uh, so the three of us do a lot of different projects, but coming together, we're, we're like best buds and good friends, which is really nice. So that's one project. Another new one is a trio with uh, Kurt Bierling and Annette Bierling. And the three of us, um, right now we're calling the ensemble Cedar is Jumping, um, based on a Slim Galliard recording where he said he, he was... Traveling and he called traveling and he was traveling to different cities around the country and went to Cleveland and said and now I'm in Cleveland and Cedar is jumping, <laughs> so we're thinking of calling it that. Maybe we'll call it something different. They have a duo called Duo Controverso, so it could be either like Steve Greenman with Duo Controverso or Cedar is jumping. We did a wonderful concert in Maslin, Ohio, back in March this past March, and looking for more. It's it's a nice ensemble because Kurt not only plays. You know, an amazing clarinet. He also plays the cymbal, and he plays the accordion. So there's a lot of different textures and a lot of different instrumentations in the group. Wow, and uh, Annette is playing harp? Yes. Or And does she play something else on there also? or uh, Just the harp. Just the harp so far. She has a collection of harps. I mean, does, yeah. she, does she play different ones? 
I think so far she was just playing one, but uh, I, I would think it'd be uh, tough to schlep a three or four harps <laughs> around, even though she plays the smaller ones. <laughs> Very good. So that sounds like it's keeping you pretty busy. And so what's uh, you're going to be recording with those groups? Oh, yeah, the, with Roshevsky, you have a recording now, right? No. No. Okay. Not, not so yet. That's no, still in the planning stages. Gao Hong and I have a recording we made in our house of just some, a couple tracks. Some are pretty nice. Um, but that's in the works. Hopefully we can get a grant and we can, we can do that, a fundraise. Do that down the road. Um, another project I have, if you're interested, not Klezmer, but uh, also involves Chinese music. I'm performing um, a classical Chinese violin concerto, unrelated to my braided candle project. Uh, it's called the Butterfly Lover's Violin Concerto. This is my classical side. And I'm playing with the Fireland Symphony Orchestra in Sandusky, Ohio, uh, April, middle of April. Wow. And is that a, a recent work, or is, is that something that's been around a while? Uh, are you premiering it? Are you, they gave you a grant to perform it? How'd that come up? Well, it's, it's actually a piece that was written in 1959 by two Chinese composers. One guy wrote the, the main theme of it, and the other guy further orchestrated it and made it you know, for the violin. It's been performed quite a lot. It's uh, very popular now. Gil Shaham has a famous recording of it today. It's probably the most famous recording right now. Um, I just approached uh, several people. When I learned the piece, I got inspired to learn it. And um, I first actually heard the main theme of the tune taking a Tai Chi class. It's a very kind of smooth, beautiful theme. And... Um, and there was a recording of like the actual orchestra version of it, you know, the uh, the violin solo in the orchestra. And the, my instructor just gave me a, a copy of it, just right there. And I, I wanted to learn it, and um, eventually played it with an orchestra in March of 2013, and another another crack at it uh, this April. And so, how did you find the orchestra in Sandusky? To uh, I guess through a, your Ohio connections, they, they, yeah. you must have known somebody. Well, I know Carl Topolo. He's the conductor of the Cleveland Pops Orchestra, and I've done some soloing with them, playing my arrangements of East European gypsy violin show pieces, and, uh, and sometimes pl- often playing with the orchestra as well. And Carl was, was also my uh, orchestral teacher at Cleveland Institute of Music, where I went, which was like a thousand years ago, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> Not as young as I used to be, even though I looked that, look young. Um, so I, I asked him. I asked all these different uh, conductors I know in town, and... You know, it's what you do in music. You ask a lot of people, hey, I got this project. Are you interested? No? Okay, go to someone else. And So some people bite on it. You may ask 100 people, and one person may say yes. and uh, But it makes it all worth it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, well, it's great that you're expanding your own personal repertoire and that you have a venue to, to showcase that. So that's really cool. Yeah. So... Uh, Let's see. Well, let's touch briefly about yeah. Stepan using the Neshoma because yeah, we, yeah. we never got to talk about that when, when uh, you released it. So, uh, And that's a lovely album also, and it's beautifully played, and I must say wonderfully recorded engineering on it was, was really great. Thank you. Because, as I always say, violin is one of the hardest instruments to record properly. Yeah. And that one, you know, I played on the large speakers at home. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. So you want to know about the the project or the recording yeah, or? Yeah. yeah. So the well, Stempanyu's neshama, which means Stempanyu's the famous Stempanyu, the famous Jewish violinist, his soul, Stempanyu's soul. So it's 
Jewish spiritual melodies that I've composed, all my own works, some in the instrumental klezmer vein and others are liturgical tunes that I, I put new melodies to, like uh, Lechado Di, of a melody to that. And I actually even sung on a couple tunes on there as well, or one tune on there. It's one tune? I'm pre- it, this came out in 2010. Um, Alan Byrne plays piano and plays accordion. And on one track, on the Lechado Di track, he also plays... Um, an organ that was in the recording studio. He said, can I record on the organ for one part of this? I said, sure. So he plays on that. Pete Ryshevsky plays. Alexander Fedoryuk, uh, the amazing cymbalum player from the Harmonia Ensemble, who I often play with in Cleveland as well, is on there too. And we did various different arrangements and uh, different instrumentations of, of the different pieces. Well, Terrific. So if people want to, again, find out more about your projects, your appearances, uh, uh, purchase your albums, uh, where can they find all the information? Uh, StephenGreenman.com, S-T-E-V-E-N-G-R-E-E-N-M-A-N.com. Look at my website, uh, upcoming performances. For CDs for buying Stempanu's Dream and Stempanu's Neshama, you can go to CDBaby, CDBaby.com. Great. Uh, anything else? Uh, just lastly, I, I'm just thinking right now as I continue to compose new, new old pieces or old new pieces, and uh, uh, which is always a thrill of mine. Oh, another thing I did which was really interesting was back in April, Heather Klein, the great Yiddish vocalist and, and, and operatic vocalist today, who's performing here at Ashkenaz as well. Um, she invited me to perform uh, in a concert of new Yiddish works. A couple years ago, she um, she asked me um, to, to write some music for her, commissioned me, actually, uh, based on a Yiddish poem. So I wrote a whole suite, like a whole uh, musical suite, and got to perform on it as well. We recorded it, and we got to perform it again for this concert, and uh, two concerts in San Francisco back in the end of April, which was really a, a great thrill. Well, terrific. I, and I would... Uh Heather was uh, on the podcast uh, not very long ago, and uh, her latest album was uh, fantastic also. So uh, it's uh, really cool that uh, she thought of you to write some pieces. Yeah, and it's the same album. That's the one uh, in Torba Funam Vind. Yeah. It's like one of the later tracks. Right, terrific. Yeah, that's a great album also. I've been enjoying listening to that one. Uh, Great. So, Stephen Greenman, thanks once again for uh, dropping by on the podcast. Always great to catch up on uh, all the different projects you're working on. And uh, best of luck with all of them. Thanks, Keith. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it.
Hi, this is John Madoff from Zion 80, and you're listening to klezmerpodcast.com. All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Stephen Greenman, and the track we heard was called Plea Supplication from his album Stepanyu's Neshoma. I'd like to thank Stephen for taking the time to speak with me for the podcast and for allowing me to play the track that we heard. Once again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com, and if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to appear or have your music played on the podcast, or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released album you would like me to review, please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. Again, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only, and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klesmer Podcast 120. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed, tell your friends, and until next time, bye for now.